to action. Uh, rolling. 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 There's nothing actually rolling. There's nothing rolling. Yeah. Except your fucking eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Click, click, click. What's good, you creeps? You As the, you can tell, you unscripted. Unscripted. Unscripted, unscripted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 85% of your stuff is about murder. <laughs> about murder. That's fair. Because our listeners love yeah. fucking murder. Hit them up with the Gmail. You can send us an email with your suggestions, comments, or concerns <laughs> at based on true events podcast at gmail.com. Boom. The official clap. The clap. <laughs> like the clap. What's up, man? So What's I wanted up, to man? hurry up and hit record because we are in the middle of a conversation yeah. about some shit that we had sent. And uh, I didn't send shit. You sent. Well, that, you I, for I, once found something interesting <laughs> to send to me. Right. And so, okay. So yeah, the Japanese. It was just like cool shit that had happened in 2020, which reminded me of that you was like part six or something though that right, that guy right. had like posted. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this one was cool. But what what was it that you were saying? Because the Japanese robot. So there's like yeah. four things on there. There was like the ice dragon, which was the largest. It's to to date it is the largest known flying oh the bird animal or the, yeah off, like on our planet and it's it was found in canada frozen in the ice oh. um and like if you look at pictures of this thing it looked pretty fucking crazy but they call it a dragon an ice dragon i know they like did. it looked like a, f- a fucking dragon right i was like okay is it a pterodactyl i was like i'm confused because i don't i had never heard no, of no it's some like new species like that was the thing they were like <laughs> oh we you know, I don't know 2020 coming <laughs> in hot. um the other thing was like 2020 this... is producing dragons <laughs> yeah we've got like pretty sure it's gonna come to a, a very disappointing end just like Game of Thrones. I tell you, anyway. Um, but winter is near. Yeah, I get, winter is coming. Winter is um, coming. But Whatever. then the, one of the other things was like this Japanese mega fucking the robot droid. Yeah, it's like three stories tall, or it's like it's like bigger than houses. It's like the size of like fucking something ridiculous. Uh, oh, it's huge. Yeah, and it moves and it fucking does shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. You yeah. guys getting ready to fight fucking Godzilla? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Another thing was like I'd see, I'd seen both that and I saw the Amazon drones or whatever that fly around your house and yeah right you know I'd that's seen both wild. of those things uh, that's like part of I guess like the ring uh, the home which I have thing. so I'm excited about that yeah, I don't like, know why but... each of the drones is like two hundred bucks or something so that's yeah. sweet but the other thing the la- the the last thing and I did did kind of want to talk about it, is somebody found a. Um, a Nazi coin. Yeah, right. The date. And, and the date on the coin was 2039. Yeah, dude. So if it's, let, let's assume, uh, first point is like, you would assume, like, okay, this thing was probably like a m- mistake and printed, you know, with the wrong date. With the what wrong was it supposed date? to be, though? What? Like 1939. 39. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but, I think there was a couple of people that were like, well, the Nazis never minted any coins that look like this. Um, you know, something something else and uh but so like the the idea being that this is a coin from the future and it was <laughs> war torn like it was this thing this coin was like beat up. Right. And you know, cuz the Nazis did a whole bunch of stuff like they had there's a a Nazi uh experience science experiment I say science experiment, uh, <laughs> but it, it's called the bell. And that was supposed to be like their first attempt at time travel. We already know like Werner von Braun was like tip of the fucking spear when it came to like going to space. Like yes, Nazis sir. were fucking with a lot of really fucking crazy shit. But there, so the idea is that the Nazis may have gone into the future. And this is, <laughs> and that's where the, co- yeah. that's where the coin came from. And so, I mean, that's, I mean, it is what it is. And there have been some conspiracy theorists who said that all this <laughs> shit going off the rails these days is due to uh, the butterfly effect or ripples in the uh, time flow continuity. We talked about that last time, Dude, last we're, episode. We're in some weird shit, man. So, like, uh, CIA confirmed, like, chakras and transcendental meditation and Aliens. remote viewing. They They... 
confirmed aliens. You sent me that video the other day where they found alien life inside of a fucking meteorite. Dude, I was, that's what I was just trying to find. I can't remember where I sent yeah. that to you, but and you were like, okay, that, that freaked me out a little, or you said something, yeah, it's whatever. like very creepy looking alien. Yeah. Like my, it's microscopic life, but yeah. if it grows, we're fucked. Um, <laughs> right. It is the start of something not good. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> this brings me to an interesting point. Right. So, uh, that like, there's a whole lot of really, really crazy stuff. Like we're like on kind of the precipice of like living in Star Trek, <laughs> right? Every fucking day, like they're like, there's new dimensions, there's new shit going on. Like we're getting close. They found a hundred star systems that could view our planet. Like so, if there's oh, alien, I don't know if I li- heard of this, yeah, one. like there's alien life on any of these like one hundred like it. Any planet in one of these hundred star systems, they can see our planet. They can see us. <laughs> it's like, hey. Yeah. And they see us and they're like, nope. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm good. But in, so one of the theories, like if you, if you kind of like roll the clock back to the Span or the Spanish flu in like the 1918 or whatever it is. Yeah. So apparently, if you do some like real in depth research, the first case of the spanish flu was reported in like new delhi in india okay but it was also reported in boston on the same day hmm so how so how do you that's not like i mean there wasn't trans continental flights going on right you know like they didn't yeah right you're on a boat (laughs) yeah right you know and so the idea that this disease could manifest in two different places is fairly at the yeah, yeah it's fairly at the same time right, yeah right. so the idea is that like kind of our planet is a petri dish and <laughs> where, i mean we we have alien life and fucking meteorites so if it breaks up on the fucking entry and it just sprays like 10 countries, that's a good way to spread disease. That happens quickly. Yeah. So in one... Or we're a simulation. I believe it's in like one square meter of of land. There's something like 800 million unique viruses, which some some have said, you know, it can be blast, you know, blowback from like whatever, blah, 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 blah. But to have 800 million unique per square meter of Earth... That 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 has to at least account for a certain percentage of that coming from extra planetary sources. Wow! So that's a lot. If you guys uh, <laughs> haven't been able to sleep well in 2020, I hope that that doesn't. Hope fuck that with helps, you. right? Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Uh, basically, man, the way I look at it is like those fucking dice are already rolled at this point. Like, there's so many fucking avenues. So many fucking deadly fucking issues that are kind of going around and floating around, and so many cool things like advancement and weird shit. I was, I'm excited about half of what you just said. Yeah, more, probably more than half. But so, I mean, it's. <sighs> I think we're really at the point where it's like, I think we're like maybe a few months away from somebody just like the aliens just popping down here and be like, "You guys have been fucking shit up." Hey, look, for we can two thousand years. <laughs> what are you doing? We, <laughs> we went can, to go get lunch. <laughs> we can help. All yeah, right, like, let's. What happened? Step one, United States, get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, get rid of your asshole. Looks yeah. like a Cheeto. <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't like, just like, what yeah, they they would have. Why, why, what? What are we happened? doing here, guys? What happened? We, at what point did you just start declining yeah. so rapidly? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of fucking whack shit going on, but, there but also, there's a lot of like amazing things. Really cool shit. Yeah. So the there's kind of two arguments. We completely like went into an episode without even fucking. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to hit record because I knew that this was, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So um, that's how we there's in. a couple of like interesting things, like you know, like Neanderthal man like was yeah. far superior to Homo sapiens, um, but they died off, and like there's no real explanation as to why they died off or were absorbed and. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to be said for like, you know, during uh, the Black Death in, in Europe, like after that, there was a huge spike in, um, you know, human development and, and human evolution. And the idea being that um, one of the easiest ways to change a species genetic markers is to implant them with a virus. 
right. then it changes their uh, DNA. Adapt. That you have adapts, to adapt to. Right, right. And the weak ones will just die off, which is a very clinical and shitty for those who die off. Right, right. But it is a way that you force advancement. If you look at our time in 2020 and all the shit that's going on, like we are on the doorstep of really taking some big steps in the cosmos and yeah. in our science and in our technology and all these different things. And it's like, we got to get everybody to a certain level <laughs> before that's a possibility. Otherwise you're not going to make it. Yeah. So yeah, 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 I, got it. I think like there's a lot of chaos, a lot of change, a lot of tension. That's all kind of built on the fact that we are on the, the, the edge of the cliff. Something's so about to, to happen. Some, right, right. some shit's about to change. And yeah, there's something. We're not there. driving that car. No, right. You we're know? just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. Most of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, like eh. fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't, don't uh, fuck it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> or at least let us know what we need to do. Yeah. If we if we preserve ourselves. Yeah. Like if we're burning out this planet, like I I really hoping like people who aren't complete assholes have a like a fucking seat on the ship that's got leaving this planet. Amen. Right. Like okay. <laughs> yeah, don't take them fools. Yeah, like, look what they've done here, man. Yeah, so <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, it is some wild stuff. We did just like literally get into an episode. Just where we right could, that's all right. This kind of shit's crazy. though. twenty twenty a year ago, we wouldn't have had a lot of this to discuss. We could have, but it would have all been like this. This stuff is like news related conversation. Right, right. It, the, it, a year ago, this would have been conjecture. This would have been like a fun thought. Oh, well, meditation on where things said, could eventually go. Eventually, they're going to let us know yeah. that. And who knew that it was yeah. 2020? Yeah. And then in 2020, it's like, no, today we're going to learn about <laughs> aliens. Tomorrow, we're going to learn that your brain is the most important thing on the planet. Tomorrow, we're going to learn about new dimensions. That's like, right. <laughs> well, hell, if you want to learn more about uh, all that fun shit and all the futuristic cool science yeah, uh, experiments that we're going to live in live through in 2020 hopefully uh, go to our website yeah go to our website because you can you can listen to shep talk about all of them <laughs> and on a handful of episodes but it yeah. seems like it's on it's been fairly recently rapid fire it's been that's what been I'm a saying. lot of them going yeah so but yeah go to boatpodcast.com all of our uh, links to our social media sites uh, are there you can email us you can become a patron if you want to see us. some extra yeah, support us, but we'll throw you some extra cool shit for doing it. Um, uh, what one uh, merch? I, I guess like bid for the patron site is uh, we've had a lot of people who've commented that they really like the fact that we don't advertise and we can't guarantee that we won't have sponsors and shit in the future. Right. But the the more that you guys support us the less likely it is that you're going to see commercials or hear commercials in the near future. Yeah, that's so a speak. really good point, actually, because we, we like being ad-free. We like that yeah. you like – I mean, shit, I, I listen to a ton of podcasts, and, I, you know, I get it. So. Brought to you by Burt's Beeswax. <laughs> Burt's Beeswax. This this week our sponsors candy corn. Yeah. Speaking of which, I want to eat some of that. So, I, but yeah, so you, but you can get the link there on the website, and we appreciate every single penny. We're not we're yeah. not bullshitting. We getting e- rich on no, but every penny is is going to go back into the show so that we can keep up in the quality. Pretty so, sure I gave you a business plan earlier this week. You I did, heard. and I loved it. Yeah. Um, and we've got new merch. I just put two new shirts on the site today. Sweet. Um, I love the. Um, the, the dim bastards <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like a jersey it's cool yeah. so anyway check that shit out uh it's on boatpodcast.com boatpodcast.com and that's the plug okay cool so um want to keep talking about cool shit <laughs> yeah kind of but yeah. And, uh, unfortunately i gotta do my episode <laughs> instead <laughs> all right guys check out <laughs> We'll meet back here in, I don't know, 45 minutes now, or so. But bef- before we do jump into the episode, I'm not trying to hijack the episode by any means. No, but, no, no. Um, I, I, there's always, like, fear with change. You know mm. what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of, like, real, like, I think a lot of it is the way it's presented in the news. Like, if they keep, if you keep the population scared, the population is going to be more malleable right. and, and obedient. And they'll keep tuning into your station. And they'll keep watching your mm-hmm. shit. But, like, I really think we're, like, cl- like close to a, a point where things are just going to be, like, it, it's just, like, everybody's just going to be, like, 
Oh, well, no. Holy like, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, um, why do we do all these things? Like, like you know, I've heard a lot of people, like, freaking out, like, oh, they, they think, like, well, this is a civil war is coming. And I'm not saying that that's, I mean, I, f- I feel like in any country that could be a possibility no matter what. Right. But I think it's the racial tension that's going on. Well, yeah. And, um, and but I, I, I think that it'll be... In, in my opinion, that the next one, like, Civil War-ish, will just be like, no, dude, we're not going to do anything. Like, there's three of you. There's millions of us. Like, it's not we a- just don't have to do what you tell us to, and right. we'll just sit here. like Mutiny. Yeah, like, and it's not, it's going to be like lazy mutiny. Oh, right. Like, like nah, uh, I don't want to. Sorry. <laughs> it's like my fucking two-year-old. Yeah. A bunch of two-year-olds. No. Nah. No. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it. Thanks. No. Are you going to send me the time out? Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's, you're going to be outnumbered. Right. Yeah. Like. I hope. <laughs> you know, even if, like, just think about it, like, on, on the scale of, like, one company. Like, if you have 10,000 employees. Yeah. And 998 of them decide not to come to work tomorrow. Like, what are you going to do? It's like. You're going to fire all of them? Well, not only are you going to fire all of them, but, like, then it's like, well, well what are we going to do? Like. Close. Yeah, like, we yeah, have I mean, to close. Like, and nothing. then there's people who are like, well, we, we paid for your, your goods and services. <laughs> like, I don't know. I got nothing for you. Sorry, man. Yeah. 998 people didn't show up. Yeah. And then if you just, like, multiply that by, like, companies and companies and companies, <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, we just stopped playing ball. Right. Altogether. Like, it doesn't have to be a violent fucking civil war. We can it's just true. be like, no. Yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Thanks. Or we're going to start doing this. Yeah. yeah. And stop doing that. And stop doing that. So I just, I think we're on on, on the well, something's got to doorstep and, of a big change. And I'm scared opinion. to death of the election. We're not going to get into politics. But I, I just, at the same time, I'm like, I want it to be over because we've got to just move on. This divide, our country's fucking a nut yeah. job. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. Yeah. Speaking of nut jobs... I've got a episode tonight on a, uh, this was our number three, right, on the um, You Choose, We Lose. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who uh, suggested this fine gentleman. You're going to have to go back to your, go back to the notepad to figure out who suggested this one. Yeah, yeah. And and, I mean, I get why they suggested it because a ton of, there's a ton (coughs) of podcasts that have covered this guy. There's a ton of YouTube videos and what have you. Um, John Edward Robinson, and I've heard him called, I didn't see it until today, actually, in three articles that I just skimmed over, the first internet serial killer, and I was like, huh, and we'll get into why, but he doesn't really have a big, a a, a moniker, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's not like... The boogeyman, or, right? Like, you know something, like or the night stalker face, right? Or the night stalker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, um, I had not heard of this guy, um, so I'm going to jump into it, and I'm not not stoked about this episode. Okay. This so is you the, are stoked about it. I'm like somewhere in the middle. You're you're still trying and to make up your mind on this. this. Yeah, and we're going to talk about why why okay. afterwards. So I'm, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do. Do whatever you do, man. I'm going to do what I do. That's right. So John Edward Robinson was born December 27th in 1940. Have you ever heard of him, by the way? I always ask. No. I assume. Okay. I'm not a, you know. <laughs> Serial killer <laughs> connoisseur. No. Like, I when the, when it comes across my, when it's my subject, then I do research. Right. I, but, don't, I don't pre-research. Right. But subjects. a lot of times I will come across people when i'm doing you're searching for other things so i always ask you yeah because i, I want to know your well, level i don't of, search through other things so well, that's true. Just, i search through science stuff that's not science i'm too good for wiki no I'm, I'm just saying like that's the stuff that interests me i go down those rabbit holes and that's why right. i have 20 minutes to to burn through <laughs> at the beginning of this episode <laughs> well you've done some serial killer i just like to always ask you because i want to know your level of knowledge to find out if Zero. you're gonna be, right okay all right. So this guy could have invented air conditioning. And he like, oh, did okay. not. He did not. Um, he was an American convicted serial killer, con man, embezzler, kidnapper, and forger who was found guilty in 2003 for three murders committed in and around Kansas City, Kansas. Mm, three. Um, three? 
Yeah. In 2005, he admitted responsibility for five additional homicides across the river at tri- at a trial or at trial in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, all right, l- let me get into a little bit. And so I'm going to do this a little bit different because for some reason, I'm not drawn to this guy. There's no excitement for me, and I can't figure out why. And that I want to. I think I'm literally too desensitized from some of the shit and I'm like mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> for some reason I can't get into this one I don't know so but maybe you'll find some things that are interesting so uh, like I said born in Cicero Illinois third of five children of an alcoholic father disciplinarian mother um, in 1957 he became an Eagle Scout <laughs> okay they're jumping I, all wait, over the wait, place no, there wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we got alcoholic father we got the disciplinarian, disciplinarian mother. mother and then an Eagle Scout. I feel like that's been a pretty decent recipe for actually. A we've few. had a few sky- scouts, yeah. We've had <laughs> we've had some other Eagle Scouts showing up on the list. Uh, that's really funny. So I don't know, I forgot about that because every time I say it, I'm like, an Eagle Scout, like, yeah. why the fuck mention that? <laughs> yeah, they always talk about like, the, the early signs of a serial killer, and it's usually like animal abuse. Yeah, uh, if, if you're willing to take eagle, are you willing to take boy scouts all the way to its highest echelon? <laughs> maybe you need to be in a chances book. Chances are you're, you might be in a, on a list somewhere. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot lately because um, I've been listening to some podcasts that, that another trait, and I don't know if we talked about it, is wetting the bed, bed as a teenager is very common apparently for serial killers. And I, I don't know what the correlation, I don't, I don't know. Does is alcohol related to the wedding? The bed is a danger. <laughs> right. No, I don't. They don't mention that, but yeah. I, alcoholism is yeah. quite often. So wow. those those kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> Way to go, FBI! <laughs> really thought that one through. Way to go, guys. <laughs> um. Er, well, in 1961, he enrolled at, at a Morton Junior College in Cicero to become a medical X-ray technician, but dropped out after two years. In 64, he moved to Kansas City. Dude, you're almost there. Two years? You're so close, man. Get in there, man. Uh, Keep stirring the pot. I mean, dude, in 64, he moved to Kansas City and married Nancy Jo Lynch, who gave birth to their first child, John Jr. In 65, followed by a daughter, Kimberly, in 67, and twins, Christopher and Christine, in 1971. So that was... Four kids. Two, three... Yeah, four. Wow. Yeah. Um... By seven, four kids by 71? Yeah. Okay. Um, Robinson was arrested for the first time in Kansas City in 1969 after embezzling $33,000 from a medical practice uh, of Dr. Wallace Graham um, when he secured a job as an x-ray technician using forged credentials. <laughs> he was sentenced to three years probation. So it was the embezzlement of $33,000 his fucking salary? <laughs> right. Would have been probably. This these motherfuckers like oh it probably was yeah like they fucking nailed him for thirty three thousand dollars for his fucking he for his salary. <laughs> like I mean, if he could actually run the machines and yeah, shit, like, like I mean, you having a problem with the work he's doing? Like <laughs> why are you minute. being a dick? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, did he like irradiate somebody? Like <clears throat> did he burn them to death with an X ray machine? Then maybe you want to start checking into stuff. But it's, if he's, if you're getting your pictures the way you need them, then why do you give a fuck? Why do you care who if you're paying? Right. Little piece of papers valid. Know. In 1970, Robinson violated probation by moving back to Chicago without his probation officer's permission, and took a job as an insurance salesman at the R B Jones Company. Uh, in 1971, he was arrested again for embezzling firm funds and ordered back to Kansas City where his probation was extended. <laughs> Shit's changed a little bit. I don't think they Okay, yeah. So you fucking... in the sixties, man, like well, cause when I was researching Manson, like everything that was which you guys still have uh, an episode it's coming com- for common. Manson. Yeah. Um but yeah, dude, like parole officers, like probation, like all that stuff. It was just like S- okay. Slap on the wrist. Later. Just extend his probation. Later. You a good guy. You all right. Yeah, that was pretty surprising. Um, in 1975, it was extended again after another arrest, this time on charges of securities fraud and mail fraud in connection with a phony medical consulting company he had formed in Kansas City. <laughs> During this period, Robinson cultivated and maintained the outward appearance of a community-minded citizen and family man. Uh, he became a scoutmaster. <laughs> a baseball coach, a Sunday school teacher, um, 
he he's he's fitting I, into the community. He's trying to be a model or, or appear. Maybe he likes all that stuff. You don't yeah, know. Maybe I don't know. In '77, he talked his way onto the board of directors at a of a local charitable organization and forged a series of letters from its executive director to the mayor of Kansas City and from the and from the mayor to other civic leaders, com- commending his generous volunteer efforts and generally singing his praises. Eventually, he had himself named the organization's man of the year and threw okay, blah 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 threw a festive luncheon in his honor. <laughs> Fucking who cares? Okay. In seventy nine, uh, he completed probation. Congratulations! <laughs> hey, three strikes during probation, but you finally did it. And for uh, the same crimes, like same shit. Right. Like what he originally got arrested for. Clearly, probation did not teach him a lesson. No, he's like, oh, I, I figured well, this some ain't bad. shit out. This ain't bad. Yeah, Nothing like probation. What am I doing? Nothing changes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? In 1980, he was arrested again on multiple charges, including embezzlement and check forgery, for which he served 60 days in jail in, eight, in uh, 1982. Uh, finally, 60 days. After his release, he formed a bogus hydroponics business and swindled 25 grand from a friend uh, to whom he promised a fast investment return so that he could pay for his dying wife's health care. What a dick, dude. <laughs> At this time, he reportedly begun sexually prop- propositioning his neighbor's wives, resulting in a fistfight with one of the husbands. <laughs> did, he, did he hook up on did, the others? I don't know. Like, all right, did you win the fistfight? <laughs> I would hope not. Uh, at this time, he report. Oh, sorry. Uh, he also claimed to have joined a secret sadomasochism cult. Hold on, sadomasochism cult, cult <laughs> called the International Council of Masters, and to have become its slave master, whose duties included luring victims to gatherings to be tortured and raped by cult members. So he claimed to have, but I think it's bullshit. Like he just made this group up. Yeah, that, like I never. There was never. Well, like he, they didn't. It's not mentioned again. It was like <laughs> yeah. So he said he was like the slave master in this cult that raped and like I was like, why would you like? Well, well check this and, out. And wouldn't <laughs> like you, wouldn't you, that bring on more like? Why are you bringing that up, dude? Like, like police interest. Like if you're the, the slave master of a rape cult. Well, the one thing that I was like, okay, so you went from being trying to be this model man of the year, Eagle Scout, to Scout Master yeah. to to slave Scout Master to slave master. Yeah, that's the title. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I'm, I'm I'm confused though. Like you're right. Like that something. Like I mean, he's embezzling a lot. A lot of forgery. A lot he's of a con, man. A lot of con man shit going on. Right. But like, there's something huge that must have happened to switch between yeah fucking Sunday school and to whatever swatting yeah, right rape victims with a fucking riding prod. Well, at this point, he didn't have any rape victims. He was just they're saying to, he was just to, like talk. Well, he was making the shit up. Well, yeah, but like to to use that is like your your business card. Yeah, hey. Slave master. Slave master. I, I belong to a cult. Mm-hmm. I'm the man of the year in the, <laughs> in the, in the cult. In the cult. In the I was the man of the year. International Council of Masters. Yeah. <laughs> in 84, having in 84, having started two more fraudulent shell companies, Equi Plus and Equi Two, Robinson hired Paula Godfrey. She was 19 years old, um, work as a sales representative. Um, he got. She told her friends and family. That he was sending her away for training. Um, this is obviously what he told her. Uh, after hearing nothing further from her, uh, Godfrey's parents filed a missing persons report. Police questioned, Rob- questioned Robinson, who denied any knowledge of her whereabouts. Several days later, her parents received a typewritten letter with Godfrey's signature at the bottom, uh, thanking Robinson for his help and asserting that she was okay and did not want to see her family. The investigation was terminated as Godfrey was of legal age and there was no evidence of wrongdoing. No trace of Godfrey has ever been found. So that's the first one that's like, okay, so he hired this girl. The family thinks that it's a forged letter. It's not her writing or something. They got into it a little bit, and, well, and then she's disappeared. So that's number one. 
in that was in what eighty four. Who types a letter to their family? Yeah, like I'll send it nowadays. You email, you text, right, or you text, or, or email, right? right? But like if you're actually like sending a correspondence through the mail, you handwrite it. You handwrite it. You don't type it. Yeah, I'm gonna get the word processor out. Oh, like, <laughs> fuck, white out, oh, click. white out, white out. That's right. Uh, in eighty five. Year later, using the name John Osborne, he met Lisa Stasi, S T A S I. I'm assuming it's Stasi. Stasi. Stasi, and her four-month-old daughter Tiffany at a battered women's shelter in Kansas City. He promised Stasi a job in Chicago, an apartment, and daycare for her baby, uh, and asked her to sign several sheets of blank stationery. <laughs> Red fucking flag. Yeah. Like, uh, you yeah. want me to just sign that blank paper? Like, yeah. What's the was the, There's no words on it. There's the, so you mean like you thought, can write whatever the fuck you want? And then, Do you just want like nine samples of my signature? I guess you're hard up, though. You got a little baby in your... Anyway. But a few days later, Robinson contacted his brother and sister-in-law who had been unable to adopt a baby through traditional oh, channels. Fuck. Right. And informed them that he knew of a baby whose mother had committed suicide. For $5,500 in legal fees, Don and Helen Robinson received Tiffany, whose identity was confirmed by DNA testing in 2000, um, and a set of authentic appearing adoption papers with a forged signature of two lawyers and a judge. Stasi was never heard from again. Of course not. So that's two. It's two. It's at least two. <clears throat> right. And, it's, and it's two we know of. Two we know of. In 87, Catherine Clampett, 27, Clampett, mm-hmm. poor gal, uh, 27, her... Her uh, left her child with her parents in Wichita Falls, Texas, and moved to Kansas City to find employment. She was hired by Robinson, who reportedly promised her extensive travel and a new wardrobe. She vanished in June of that year. Her missing persons case remains open. Well, I think we can close it. Yeah. 87 to 93, Robinson was incarcerated, first in Kansas on multiple fraud convicts, uh, convictions and thereafter in Missouri for another fraud conviction and parole violations. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, at Western Missouri Correctional Facility, he met 49-year-old Beverly Bonner, the prison librarian, who upon his release left her husband, a prison doctor, and moved to Kansas to work for him. <laughs> After Robinson arranged for Bonner's alimony checks to be forwarded to Kansas post office bo- to a Kansas post office box, her family never heard from her again. For several years, Bonner's mother continued forwarding her alimony checks, and Robinson continued cashing them. Dick move. By then, Robinson had discovered the internet and roamed <laughs> and roamed various social networking sites using the name Slave Master looking for women who enjoyed playing the submissive partner role during sex. Um, an, on, an early online correspondent was Sheila Faith. Uh, she was 45, whose 15-year-old daughter Debbie was wheelchair-bound due to spina bifida. Robinson, portraying himself as a wealthy businessman and philamp- philanthropist, um, offered to pay Debbie's medical expenses and give Sheila a job. In 94, the mother and daughter moved to Fullerton, California, to Kansas, from Fullerton, California, to Kansas City and immediately disappeared. Robinson cashed Faith's pension checks for the next seven years. How are we at seven people and this dude's just like going on about his business? I know, man, cashing these checks. And gradually, Robinson became well-known in the increasingly popular BDSM online chat rooms. In 99, well, dude, Slave Master, you fucking could be a little more discreet. Yeah. Like, I'm Dave. I'm Dave. Dave SM. <laughs> Dave SM, right. <laughs> Slave master or sadomasochist? Well, I'm Dave SM1. SM1. You got the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1999, he offered a job and a bondage relationship to Isabella Lewicka, L-E-W-I-C-K-A, a 21-year-old 20, Polish immigrant living in Indiana. Indiana showing its face. Yeah. Uh, when she moved to Kansas City, Robinson, who was still married Nancy, married to Nancy, gave Luica an engagement ring and brought her to the county registrar, where they paid for a marriage license that was never picked up. It was unclear whether she believed that she and Robinson were married. She told her parents she had married, but never told them her husband's name. Uh, she did sign a. a, a <laughs> She did sign a 115-item slave contract that gave Robinson almost total control over every aspect of her life, including her bank accounts. 
um, uh, do those hold up? Do slave contracts hold up? In Is court? that legit? I've never heard of this slave uh, contract. I, I have not either. Uh, Sometime during the summer of 1999, she disappeared. Robinson told a web designer he had employed that she had been caught smoking marijuana and deported. To Poland? To Poland, right. <laughs> you know, ICE, they're searching for all them fucking Polish... The Polish weed smokers. God. Fucking 99. Around the time of her disappearance, a licensed practice practical nurse named Suzette Troughton moved to Michigan to Kansas from Michigan to Kansas to travel the world with Robinson as his submissive sex slave. Troughton's mother received several typed letters signed by her daughter and purportedly mailed while the pre-signed. couple yeah, pre-signed, <laughs> was abroad, mailed while they were abroad, although the envelopes uh, all bore Kansas City postmarks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're traveling the world. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Amazing. The letters were, her mother said, uncharacteristically mistake free. <laughs> you just called your daughter dumb. Yeah. Uh, no, she said that they were mistake free. <laughs> yeah. Which normally her daughters yeah, yeah. were filled with mistake. Later, Robinson told Troughton's mother that she had run off with an acquaintance after stealing money from him. <laughs> Horseshit. Over time, uh, he became increasingly careless and did a pr- progressively poorer job of covering his tracks. Why? What does it matter? <laughs> he hasn't, like, I mean, he... Slap on the like, wrist, slap on the wrist. Like, from his perspective, he can't get in trouble. There is nothing wrong with what he's doing. He has right. not... He spent 60 days in jail over the course of 40 years for embezzlement, <laughs> burglary, and murder. Like, why would he change his ways? Like, why would he care? And there's, at this point, it looks like 12 people yeah. that have disappeared while in connection with him. Yep. And everyone's just like, nah, he's he's, he's a stand-up his guy. His name does keep coming up often. Well, I think right here is where we get into this. So I, I mean, he does like to go by a slave master. Right. So finally, eccentric. by 1999, he had attracted the attention of authorities. <laughs> Took you a while. Uh, in both Kansas and Missouri, as his name popped up in more than one missing persons investigation. No, Jesus. like every one of them. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Robinson was arrested in June 2000 at his farm near La something, Kansas, after a woman filed a sexual... La something. <laughs> C-Y-G-N-E. C-Y-G-N-E. La, that, hence La Kansas. <laughs> La Kansas. La something Kansas. Fuck it, it's in Kansas. Like, okay, well, not in Kansas I, anymore. I got, I got no interest in going to fucking Kansas. Right, not, nor do I. Uh, after a woman filed a sexual battery complaint against him, and another charged him with stealing her sex toys. The theft charge, actually, this was funny because the theft charge is what ended up. Getting him busted. Bringing him down. Yeah, the theft charge, stealing sex toys. The theft charge in particular finally gave investigators the probable cause they needed to obtain search warrants. On the farm, a task force found the decaying bodies of two women, later identified as Luica and Troughton, in two 85-pound chemical drums. Um, for, for you sickos out there, those video, or those, those images are on uh, the internet. And it's pretty horrific, actually. Um, that was the only thing about this that actually stopped me in my tracks, that they actually had photos of the women... In the drums. In the drums. Like, it's really gross. Yeah, I'm good without that. I, I know you are, but a lot of our listeners like that nasty shit. Yeah, so well, there you go, kids. There you go, kids. Um, across the state line in Missouri, other members of the task force searching a storage facility where Robinson rented two garages found three similar chemical drums containing corpses... Subsequently identified as Bonner, Faith, and her daughter. All five women were killed in the same way by one or more more blows to the head with a blunt instrument. Uh, 2002, he stood trial in Kansas for the murders of Troughton, Luica, and Stasi, along with uh, multiple lesser charges. After the longest criminal trial in Kansas history, he was convicted on all accounts. He received the death sentence for the murders of Troughton and Luica and life imprisonment for Stasi's. Um, but and I'm not going to read all this, but essentially he ended up. He wasn't his lawyer got him out of the death sentence, but then, so is it Missouri that was real heavy? Missouri, Missouri, are they real heavy on 
the death penalty or is it Kansas? I don't know. Who gives a shit? Did he get the death penalty? Kansas has not executed anyone since reinstating its death penalty statute in 94, and Robinson's attorney was anxious to avoid a trial there. Uh, Let's see. He insisted on a condition. (laughs) You're going to be the first. Right. That Robinson lead the authorities to the bodies of Stassi. The dude did not play ball. He wasn't pleading. Like He wasn't helping them, you know what I mean, find any other missing persons. Um, On the other face, let me get to the end of it. When it became clear that the women's remains would never be found without Robinson's cooperation, a compromise of sorts was reached. Um, in a carefully scripted plea in October 2003, Robinson, Robinson acknowledged that Coster had enough evidence to convict him of capital, of capital murder for the deaths of four of them. Through these statements, was oh, though his statement was technically a guilty plea and was accepted by such in the Missouri court. Observers remarked that it was notably devoid of any emotion. <laughs> yeah, that specific acceptance of responsibility. He received a license without the possibility of parole of parole for each of the five murders. Oh, here it is. In November 2015, the Kansas Supreme Court voc- uh, vacated the Troughton and Stassi murder conviction on technicalities, but upheld the Luica conviction and its accompanying death sentence. The ruling marked the first time that Kansas's highest court has upheld a death sentence since reinstatement of capital punishment there in 94. Robinson currently remains on death row at the El Dorado Correctional Facility in Kansas. So this fine gentleman is still on death row. Um, what would you think this dude looked like? I mean, if you just, since you've never. I don't know. Yeah. He looks like he could play Santa Claus. He looks like at, a nice little old dude. You know what I mean? Like he looks like he could play Santa Claus at. Uh... Right. But there's some other pictures. But I mean, he's there. Oh, see, when they always put those gigantic glasses on them is when they look real pedo-ish yeah. <laughs> and creepy. Those prison glasses. You know what I mean? So I don't know why this story. I guess I don't like. It's not that I, I don't like any of these fucking serial killer stories, you know what I mean? But, like, the con, the only reason he was killing people was for money. You know what I mean? Like, well, I and mean, we've no, had a, we've I don't had a think few so. Of them. I would not agree with that. I mean, there is some slave master shit in there, but well, I they, think it, there's no, you know, he's not, I'm, I'm glad about this. This is where I want to get in the conversation. He's not raping his victims that we know, we of. know of. I mean, the sure, bodies were. Sure he was. Possibly. I mean, he's. Come on, man. He had a, he the he was the slave master, slave master of a rapey cult. <laughs> well, that's the thing is he made that up. I think. Well, even if he didn't, like it was, it was a, on right. the fucking it was, it right. was in the stew. It was yeah, it was on his mind. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I don't know what it is. I mean, it's amazing. The story's not bad because it's like holy shit, he kept getting away, and then it was like oh, finally he's busted, and then the, the, the bodies that that's horrific and everything. But I think we've done so many really gnarly ones that I read this and I'm just like another con man. He's got like 12 fucking kills or something. Oh no, I know. And it's not the body count. It's just the con man portion of it gets me like, just, ugh. like, yeah. And I'm like, what's fucking wrong with me that like, I I should be okay with less. Thank God. No kids. Yeah. Although there was a daughter, but not like children, like young, you know, I'm like, what's wrong with me that I'm not shocked by this dude. Well, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I think I think I took, I'm, I'm, a little bit more, I guess, I didn't have to do the research. Right, well, fair. I'm just along for the ride, so it's a little easier for me to kind of Good sit back and absorb and, main, you know, Good point. kind of take this in. Versus rereading this stuff, and a lot of it was like, well, this is fucking boring. This dude is not. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that, like, this guy, to me... If you don't mind. No, please jump in. That, that, uh, that was the volley. Pretty, yeah. pretty quick. I wanted to get that. To me, it seems like, you know how they say, like, oh, prison takes, you know, criminals and makes them professional criminals and and all that. Well, motherfucker, this guy just kept doing it and getting better and being more brutal about his shit. And then eventually, like, graduated to murder. Well, right. And the fact that you have, like, that no fucking, like... He had multiple employees for his fake company go missing. All of them. 
Like how is <laughs> how, like how is this guy not on your radar? Right. Like how is like how did he get away with this for twenty plus years? Yeah, I don't know. You know, this is one of those things. It's like, man, drop the ball there. <laughs> the and police he, work. I mean, if I if I heard correctly, like he stayed married to his original wife, so and with the four kids, there was no mention of the kids and yeah. like really any of the research or you know his wife. Well, I mean, good man. Uh, no, 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 it's, it's great. Duck the ball. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that last name is is at least like general enough that you can maybe like filter right. into. Yeah. John Jr. probably changed his name. Oh, yeah. He's I'm going like by my Jack. middle name. Yeah. <laughs> Call what, me Jack. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anything Jack John. Senior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, yeah. It, it I, And that's part of, I think, what was irritating is I was like, this dude didn't, like, he did all this horrible. How is this not? Why is he not why busted? Is he not, yeah. Why, why is, is he not? I think it's because of the way he looked, man. He looked fairly harmless. Yeah, like I mean, not looked, in all the pictures, oh, but uh, hey, look at that jolly I, dude. I mean, he he's that's my Sunday school master. Yeah, yeah Sunday right. school. He's an Eagle Scout. He could never do nothing <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's like seven <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> I can't even do it, but it's too. No, the idea that, like, I mean, just like once every couple of years, did he just show up at the police station with some donuts and be like, it's time to talk about the new missing person? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he came up again. He came up again. He came up. <sighs> and it was in the same place. Yeah. Like, in two states. I mean, like, yeah. Like, man, you know, two states. She got caught for smoking weed and got deported. Like, why are the red flags? I mean, no. there's so many red flags on like all of this. There is. And then the, oh, well, she's of legal age. Okay, but they're all of legal age and they all disappear while. Yeah. Yeah. Like being connected to you. Yeah. You're on the radar, dude. Yeah. Like we're bringing you in for questioning. Plus, you've got a track record now. Look at all this shit that you've been arrested for you, or, or you, probation. Uh, and like, yeah, like, wait a minute. Wait. So let me get this straight. You, defra- you defrauded a company. Of thousands of multiple thousands of dollars, grand larceny, right? Right. And then we caught you doing it again. <laughs> yeah, that's you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're all right. <laughs> wait, wait, you did it again? That's fine. It's hey, just, hey, it's hey, fine. Try to knock it off, man. Yeah, you're making us look bad. You're an Eagle Scout, right? Okay. So, I don't know if it's a matter of the timing and who is there more important shit going on. Like, was there another serial killer like on the you know lurking the area during the time, or what? What reason would the cops Why have not to? Why did this guy to... fall through the cracks? Right, right, right. And I, I, <laughs> there's no answers. No. And I think that's why I was like, man, I just didn't like so prolific. Let me let right? me let me get this straight. You're you're buying five eighty five gallon drums. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're an x-ray technician? Wait, and there's you, one, two, three, four, five missing girls. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. But, okay, so prolific, when I, I think I literally thought that meant something different. Like, because I Googled it. And so when I hear, like, a, the prolific, the most prolific serial killer or a prolific killer, I'm thinking somebody who, obviously, like, a large number you know, like a body count, but also that may like change the game or something that change left a mark in history. Well, that made, you know, they're studying this person to learn about, you know what yeah. I mean? Like something. Yeah. And so this He's guy. He's a benchmark. A benchmark. That's good. Yeah. So this guy does not fall on that. But I think prolific actually, because I looked at it and it literally is the number. Like when they say a prolific serial killer, it means most kills. Well, he's not even close to that. No, 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 he's not. Pan's room. I mean, Pan's room, dude. Well, just right, like, but that, that shit was like, today he killed five, tomorrow he kills seven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so in my mind, I'm like, this dude is not prolific. Like, there's nothing really. Why am I doing this episode on him? It ended up being a kind of a cool story. I mean, not cool, but whatever. Is pr- he's definitely prolific for the amount of time that he got away with. Getting this. away with. That's fair. Yeah. But like, again, I don't feel like he's a serial killer. I think he's an he's opportune killer. Man. Yeah, well, like, right. Like, he's a con man. I imagine, like, maybe the first couple probably died accidentally, like-ish, maybe. Like, they were getting hot and heavy and something went wrong. And then, or, like, 
the girl said the first chick probably said no, and he freaked out. I'm not and signing that killed empty her, piece of paper, and then fucking killed her. Yeah, right. And then he's like, "Oh well, I didn't. I never get in trouble anyway. So who gives a shit? Yeah, fuck it." And then I got these barrels. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there's there's a lot of like loose, like I don't. Okay, we you know I I've harped on a lot of like law enforcement in the past. I mean, I know this one's pretty fucking valid though. I but mean, like I like he just keeps showing up. Like okay, if you like gen, you know, like if you even have acquaintances that go missing, right? Like if more than one that goes missing and you're connected to like why the fuck are you like you're on the radar dude yeah like you should he should not have gotten away he should have been in jail for for breaking or whatever when he was on probation especially when he's cashing checks right for seven years for seven that's just for one of them yeah and then he alimony checks for like another one for like five years i know man but they're like, oh, so she's just going to let you keep the money? Yeah, right. Did you got a slave contract? <laughs> right. If you don't have a slave contract, then we're immediately pulling into question this entire transaction. Right. Well, so, okay, so it's good to know that, like, you that said- slave contracts exist? That, that That's a real thing. Thank you. Nope, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slave what contract. the fuck? Shan. <laughs> oh man I don't think she's gonna fucking be down bro no no I wouldn't try <laughs> I'll end up being the fucking one signing the oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wins every time trust me every every time uh, no but like you made cause I was like man I'm not excited about this but you're right me doing the research is different than if you were telling me the story it might have been like oh no this is alright yeah it's not that not as bad as or drab as I thought you know what I mean right um, and I also just think that we've done so many, like the bar is pretty high the for gnarly. Is. Yeah. And so now I'm just wondering like, God, is it horrible that I'm not like no, entertained? I mean, it should be that you're happy that you got a week off, that you're not just going down the fucking horror I agree, 100%. train for another week. Well, we also had that year anniversary, which was really fun. And yeah. then I started, you know, doing this. And I was like, getting this, back this, into now, it. Now, I can't say like doing the research would leave a bad taste in my mouth because you're like, how is he still getting away with this? It was really annoying. Like, yeah, yeah. it's got to be aggravating. Like, to your brain, you're like, dude, yeah. how many fucking times has this guy got to sit in your fucking lap? Like, you know it's him. Right. And you just don't have evidence? <clears throat> like, wink, wink. Do some police the, work. The sex toys. Follow him for a week. Right. I feel like you're there. Like, if you follow this guy for a week, if you had tried, you would have, you would, yeah, or check in on him, like yeah. just <laughs> drop, just drop by, be yeah. like, hey man, here for some coffee, yeah, right? I hear you got some new barrels. You got you got a storage shed. Pretty sure that we're gonna go take a look at that. Tonight. We're gonna look at that. We're gonna go look at that. Yeah, tonight. you know you're connected with like eight missing persons yeah, cases. We don't need a warrant. Yeah, we're at just, this point, we're, we're just we're good. showing up. I know. So all I, the time. I think that's what possibly it was, is I got irritated. And then when, you know, normally, and this is why I was saying, is there something wrong with me? But people, you know, sex sells, violence, gore, that shit sells because it's shock value. And this didn't have it. Now, then I saw those horrific photos. I was like, oh, no, I wish I didn't see that. But I was like, fuck, I don't know. Where's my head at? You know what I mean? I don't know what. (laughs) Yeah, you did go look. I did. Well, I I I'm sure they don't solicit that those pictures. Technically, well, I was reading an article on it, and because I was trying to find up to date, like oh. what where is he at now? Has he died in prison? Like what's, um, and then it was like look at the images of the farm, and I was like, oh, and then and then I didn't think they'd show. I thought they'd show. Well, the first picture was just a cop near barrels, and I was like, hmm. all right, scroll next. Oh, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty gross, but um, yeah, I don't know. Wait. So, definitely not prolific. Um, I'm glad. Definitely prolific. Well, I would for, for I would the... argue that his his stretch of dodging the police is prolific. That's fair. Okay, so yeah, so you're saying that prolific does mean what I thought it meant, not just a high count. No, no, I would I would ar- I would argue that he would be a, considered a prolific killer for the fact that he was sitting out in the open, wasn't hiding. Like, I mean, he was pretty much just like, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do right? and get away with it for 30 years. And everybody's like, well, I mean, we just can't 
we can't get him on any of this. Right. Well, okay. I so- mean, he's got signed letters. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're busted. Like, I mean, hard proof. Yeah, like, I. So, that is prolific to to have that much evidence against you and you still not go to jail. That's prolific. So prolific is well, there's a different meaning talking about fruit and foliage and shit, but uh, presents or present in large numbers or quantities, plentiful. Years, years of being free. So while whilst while committing. Multiple of felonies over and over, basically the same shit. Yeah, fraud, repeat fraud, offender, fraud, fraud, fraud. Yeah. and murder, and murder in, in the end. Yeah, so I don't know. He's it not wasn't a- even really the end. It was like the whole middle stretch was murder. Well, right. Well, the end of the story. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. and we know like twelve people or whatever that are tied to him over the course of at least a decade. Yeah. So I mean. What's a bit like? I guess he is a serial killer because he did it the same way. Yeah. But I don't know. The guy just—he annoyed me. I think that's what he doesn't I think, do it for you. He doesn't. He do doesn't. It for he me. doesn't ring you. I'm bell. glad somebody. Well, I'm glad that somebody recommended or, or suggested, suggested it because never heard of him. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't have known the story. I wouldn't have been this annoyed. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of how I was with the Beaumont kids. Yeah, I know. And and I was like, man, that's weird that. You got one that you didn't like, and then I got one that I didn't like. But after sitting here talking about it, I I, I think the research was more what I didn't like. Aggravating? Yeah, I think that's all it is. So, I mean, interesting story, but you're right. And this is one of the cases where it's like the dude should have been busted. None of this should have happened. Right, yeah. Yeah. You're frustrated as a viewer because you're like, this could. there's a lot of lives that were lost because of incompetence. Incompetence, right. I would agree with that. Uh, who do you think... <clears throat> Just curious, uh, unless you got anything more to talk about with the the slave master. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I think it's. I mean, dude's busted finally. Yeah, I mean, and he's in jail. He's on death row, and it's one of those things. I don't know how long is he ever going to get put to death. Are they just going to keep him there till he dies? He's pretty old. I mean, it's not, so he doesn't look that old. Not in that picture. There, there's other pictures. I picked the most pleasant. <laughs> he still doesn't look like. Fucking the Night Stalker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, nobody looks like him. That that's fair. That, Ramirez that, looks fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, like R- Ramirez will like haunt my dreams for the rest of my life. His face is absolutely and what, haunting, and, and the pentagram on his hand that he carved in there while he was in jail. The smiling. Oh man, I, yeah, I know. dude. He, like, so, what I was getting ready to ask is, who do you think? Do you know? Uh, the world's most prolific serial killers. Of all, do you know the like top five? Why the fuck would I know that? Because well, of I, I, what we fucking I, do. I barely fucking like. Doing well, I this. didn't know if you would think any of the Pansrum's got to be up there. Uh, I would assume Pansrum's. So up I there. was super surprised um, um, that I'll say this: number six, our boy Pedro. Yeah, Rodriguez. He's number six. The the first five, um, Luis Garavito. Uh, Pedro Lopez, number two. Mm. Aved Iqbal, number three. Mm. Right. Number four is Mikhail Popkov. Well, this guy's got to be Number Russian. five, Daniel Camargo Barbosa. So the I hate fir- to be this guy, but there's a lot of Latin dudes running the top of the list in so, the serial killer So department. actually, go America. We, we didn't get on the charts until number 11, Samuel Little. Yeah, a little. Well, and we have no idea how many that dude. And he could keep going up. That's right. They're like, "Uh, we're just going to keep talking to this guy. Samuel Little, uh, Gary Ridgway was number 13. The the, the Green River. Green River killer. And then, uh, let's see. Ted Bundy's number 24. John Wayne Gacy, 27. I mean. (laughs) All right. I'm glad that we're not up on the (laughs) Top five, top ten. There's a comedian, Kyle Kinane or whatever, and he tells this joke about how he went to England and they did one of those like city tours where they do like the Jack the Ripper tour at night. Right. Kind of like what I was talking about with like New Orleans when I went and they they take you around town and they try (laughs) to make it way creepier than it actually is. Like just fucking. And he's like after walking around on the cobble streets for like fucking hour or whatever and like the tour guide was like basically gets on the microphone and is like and Jack the Ripper is thought to have killed as many as 
five people. <laughs> and he like looked at his friend and was like, five? He's like, there's people in America that are killing five people right now. Like refund. Yeah, like what why <laughs> why why does anybody give a shit? So I wasn't I had the most prolific serial killers pulled up because I A, I thought that I might buzz through that and mm-hmm. I was afraid that you would even be bored with it and we would end up having I was like, I gotta have some other shit to end the episode, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I need some more material. So I'm glad we ended up going but uh the one of the ones is the most deranged killers of all time. And obviously Bundy, Dahmer, Fish Gacy, yeah, uh, none of that is Lopez, Richard Ramirez, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I just especially after he disemboweled women, dude. Like I, I that's get it. why. No, 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 I get but it. But he did that shit in the eighteen eight in like eighteen eighty eight, eighteen eighty nine. Oh, I get it. But the rest of these guys were eating people, raping children, like like way worse than Jack the Ripper. And I didn't even mention some of the others because honestly, I'm like, oh, that's a that's a good one to do an episode on. <laughs> See, yeah. that's how fucked yeah. how fucked up am I? And I'm like, oh my god, he did that to what? Oh god, didn't I do Jack episode. the Ripper in five minutes? You did. By the way. Hence, I was like, I, was like, I learned more in five minutes about Jack the Ripper than I've ever known. Mm. I'm like, I just don't. I've never been intrigued with Jack the Ripper. Mm. That's how that's how I was about you know. Manson until I started doing some research. Man. I read one book and then like it opened like some doors. See, and, like, I read I Helter to... Skelter and I, I yeah, I was... but, okay. That, I mean, just just going to on. You already told me. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I never gave a fuck. Like, I read Helter Skelter. I didn't give a shit until I read this other book, and then I was like, oh, that is very interesting. I'm excited to do the Manson because I, I do think it's, it's going to. If anything could be a two parter, I, I imagine that could be. Yeah, man. So I think I think I got I think we'll I've got it, it nailed down. I think I know how I want to do it. All right, but I think we'll see. Can we do it right now. I don't think I can do it in ten minutes. <laughs> I probably could. You want to see? It's a two hour. Don't you dare. Want to see? <laughs> don't don't sully Manson. Huh? That episode can be fun because I know you've been sitting on it and it's, yeah. it's been you know what like I'm, I'm about to reread stewing. the book. That's that's how good, oh, good that book Lord. was. That's how good that. Yeah, book I want to read it when you're done. Yeah, it's real. It's awesome. So are there pictures? Like They're pictures. Big words. What, yeah, big words. Difficult concepts. I thought you'd be surprised that I said I wanted to read a book. Difficult concepts. Is there, a, is there an audio book? <laughs> Difficult concepts. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it just... Anyway. So... Um, 20. 20. 20. Yeah. Um, 20 times of me saying... Wait. It was good. I mean, like, I enjoyed the the episode, the, the banter, I, more so than I thought. I was really afraid that it was going to be a dud. So. I enjoyed the story much more than you did. Good. But I didn't have to research it, so. Right, right. Well, and I kept trying to find, like, a new thing, and I was like, well, to be honest with you, I hate to say it, but Wiki covered it the best because it was straightforward. Everybody else was trying to make, like, a a uh, creepy thing. And yeah. I was like, dude, it's not, though. I mean, he's it's horrible that he, that he beat these women over the head and put them in fucking barrels. <laughs> barrels. Like, that's awful. I'm not, I'm not. You know, but um, it's really just sad that police work didn't get to the point where it needed to be to save a lot of lives. When you're on probation and you break probation, guess what? You go fucking to jail. Or (laughs) you're one guy connected to multiple disappearances. Yeah, dude. Here's a box. Investigative work. Here's a box. He he's not even really outside that box. He's in the box. And he's probably the only name in the fucking This has got to be the easiest police work in the world. You, like wait a board. minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh, how did I miss that? Oh god, I fucking yeah. Damn it. I you're all fired. You're, Everyone's fired. You're all 998 all of you are fi- 98 one, uh, 98 of you. Is that what it was? 998. Yeah, you're all fired. Every one of you. All of you. Why why so I guess it was technically a good time to commit crimes in Kansas or Missouri, 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 Missouri. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, shit. We can talk about something else, but we're we're rocking an hour and three minutes or so. I mean, I'm good if you're good. Huh? Yeah, I am good. I'm a. Uh, I'm interested about the 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 last the number four the last subject. the, the Maury Mine. something tapes. Yeah. Well, Have you started researching it yet? No. No. It's like I got a week. I got a, <laughs> the I got a week. next week. I, I got, got a week. Um, <laughs> I retain information fairly well. You do, and I've got a lot of other things on my plate. 
Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, we we should... if, if I if I were to research like had I been researching prior, it would all be gone. Like I'd have to do all that research again. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, we so. should probably wrap up so you can go get some sleep since you got like eight hundred more nails to put in the walls tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is not ending tomorrow. No, it's not. It's we've got it'll be worth it though. So yeah. all right. Well hopefully this episode was worth it. Thanks for the suggestion. Keep that shit coming, you guys, because we've got uh we're we're gonna have to get four more. Um yeah. You choose, you lose. We you choose you choose, we lose <laughs> topics. I wrote for boat. That's right. Get a shirt. Get a free shirt. Go to boatpodcast.com and uh, hey, throw us your email in there because we'll send you some cool shit via the email. Um also via you, the email. Via the email. Um, and also check out the merch. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked about it. I think it's cool, man. We're, we're going to get some new shirts and start, start rocking them. New shirt. New shirt. Yeah. You can wear stuff like uh, good morning, sunshine tits. Yeah. <laughs> like who wouldn't want to wear that shirt yeah, around that, town? I mean, I feel like it puts everybody in a good humor. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a good humor. Dim bastards. Yeah. The dim bastards, bastards jersey. Yeah. The Organ 20, hoarder. The 2020 Shep dim bastard. Yeah. That one's good. I, I love the dim bastards one too, but. So, I, all right. I, and we got more coming. So. Yep. So. All right. Dig in. Good shit. Good shit. No, I was good shit. Yeah, I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. I didn't have to do shit. So no. Anytime where you don't have to do shit, you get to just throw in like Silence of the Lambs. Fucking yeah. I just get to be an asshole. I just get to sit here and go. I got to practice that. She great big old fat I can't even do it. She great big fat There it is. All right.